We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. Today, we have a really super special guest joining us here at A3 Life, and I'm super excited for everybody to hear her. We have Angel Ayers, and she has just recently launched a really super fun book. So we just want to hear her story. Angel, we're super excited just to hear your story, where you came from, what led to this, what inspired you for this book. Um, Yeah, girl, just jump on in, fill us in, catch us up. Well, thank you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Come on. I'm super excited to be here. Um, the throwaways, this is my new baby. So I'm, I'm all about talking about this thing. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's, it's your basic like fiction murder novel, like your, your, your whodunit. So there's a, there's a murder in there. And basically throughout the whole book, you're just trying to figure out who killed this one man. Um, it's based in like there's past tense, present tense. Uh, so it's like 15 years before and then present day. So, but in the 15 years prior is basically where you start to see like how the, the characters got to be how they are today. Um, it, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm really excited. So I, I'm the throwaways, first of all, the throwaways, the title came from that. The throwaways is what the, the children in the foster system like refer to themselves as. So they call themselves the throwaways. Um, in this town, Morris Hills, there's like a rise in, you know, like children being abandoned and, you know, just kind of without loving homes and things like that. And basically this fiction novel is, is to show you what can happen if you just keep having kids and throwing them away into the foster system. Um, and then, you know, they never get adopted and they don't have very much opportunities that they've got nothing left but trouble to get into. So, uh, that, that's basically where it started. Um, I am a, <laughs> a huge, okay, cut. <laughs> You're doing good. You're doing fine. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like, am I making myself sound like a total nerd right now? <laughs> no, you're totally fine. You're doing great. And okay, don't good, good, good. All together, you're totally fine. Awesome. Okay. Well, so be like this. So it's a murder novel. Um, the family is just an African-American, like dysfunctional family. Okay. Um, when you read like the past clips, like the, the, their past history, you find out what is so off about this family. Um, and then you, you just kind of start piecing like the whole story together. Uh, you're, you're wrong, of course, because you're not going to be right about who killed them. Um, you're wrong. I guarantee you, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> but um, it was, it was a lot of fun to do, but it just, you know, just trying to give a voice to foster kids out there and then also there's a there's a little blurb about ms because i don't know if you knew or not but i i do suffer with multiple sclerosis myself and i thought it was important to throw a little bit of awareness out there you know just just to kind of highlight my daily struggle you know (laughs) so so one of my characters does get ms and that's kind of cool too but i mean not cool but you know (laughs) 
because you're, you're putting your own personal life touch into your work. So Angel, what, I mean, what brought you to this? What gave you the idea and the, you know, direction for this book? Did you just wake up one day and go, hmm, I want to write a book. I mean, how did you get here? Oh man, I have been a huge, huge fiction fan. It's like since I was a child, like a small child. I'm talking four, five, six years old. <laughs> I've been reading for that long. Um, and I've always said that I wanted to be an author, but you know, I went to high school and I graduated and I had children and went to work and blah, 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 blah. And I was never going to be an author, just like I was never going to be, you know, a ballerina. Right. Um, but, then, <laughs> but then, um, I was actually, it was the weirdest thing. I was at work and reading a book. And one of my coworkers was like, yo, you always have a book in your hand. You should write a book one day. And I was like, ah, whatever. It would take me like five years. And she said, well, the five years is going to go by anyway. And I was like, what? <laughs> that was like a, a voila for me. And the next day I started writing this book. Um, at first I wasn't really giving it as much attention as I needed to. I wasn't like, going as hard as I needed to, but then shortly after that, I mean, and I'm talking like three, four months later, I had to retire from my job. Um, and then I was just angry because, <laughs> you know, I was 39 years old and I'm retired, <laughs> so, which is insane to me, but I needed, like, I wasn't ready for my life to be over. Um, I still have a lot to say. I still have a lot in me to do and I, I, I'm worth a lot more than, you know, what, um, MS made me have to do. You know, I didn't want to retire. I didn't, life is not over. This is like just the beginning right now. So super excited. I started my book right after that though. <laughs> I love that. That's actually like super inspiring because you know, you took something that could have kept you down that could have made you, you know, like just kind of crawl in like this little hole and be sad because you are still so young, but you took something, you know, that, that was difficult and hard and you flipped it around and said, you know what, this isn't going to keep me down. This isn't going to stop me. In fact, I'm going to take this and I'm going to press right. forward and I'm going to do big things because I'm not done. There's still right. so much left, you know? So there oh, was, I was a plan. Hell yeah. I just, I refused. I refused. And I was just like, I am 38 years old. You're telling me I can't work anymore. And this is all I'd ever done. Like since, you know, high school is work, you know, work to pay your bills, work to take care of your kids, work, work, work. So now you took that away and it's like, well, what the hell do I do now? You know? And I had no idea. I really had no clue. Um, but then I was just like, well, I already started this book. Let me just see if it'll actually, you know, be something, do something. How far can I go? And then I finished it and I love it. <laughs> and then, and then I got like a, a publishing company. Like, so once I did that and they held my hand through the entire thing, they were so awesome. They're awesome. Freezing Press. They're in uh, British Columbia, Canada. Amazing, amazing team. They're amazing. Um, but yeah, they held my hand through the whole thing, walked me through it step by step and it's out now. Like I'm, I'm a published author. I'm an author and I love it. Like, oh, I love it. I know I, well, I just want anyone else to love it. <laughs> well, like, just, and how cool though of your friend, like slash coworker though, to give you that message, you know, like it's, that's just such a statement of like the things that, you know, how easily we can lift people up. I wish there would be so much more of that because we can just as easily pull people back down with us, you know, but in this case, 
yeah. she did you a real service there. And she hadn't, and she had no idea. She had no idea. Like I actually, like when I started writing the book, um, and, and I was almost done, I messaged her cause you know, I was already retired by that time and all that. Um, so I messaged her and I sent her a cover of like just the picture of the, of the cover. And I said, this is what you helped me do. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, remember that time we were outside <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, you did it. And yeah. So I give her like Miss Aisha Burgos, my darling, you helped me, you helped me, you helped me, and I love you, and I'll never forget you for it. <laughs> yeah, And it was I, probably just like this little off-key comment that she didn't even mean to make, and I turned it into, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I um, think it's not, but that's a good point. It's It's not just what you say. It's making sure you're taking what people are saying and seeing the potential of that because she was probably, you know, just saying that. So obviously, yes, we need to lift people up more because you don't know what you're doing for people. You don't know what you're doing for people by something so simple or sweet or just, I mean, it takes like one second to give someone a comment and then it could, it could turn so much around for them or change something in their life entirely. And then when people are saying things like that to you, do take them to heart and do take them to consideration and do something with it. Go, go more and push yourself and, and use that knowledge. So I I think that's a great, incredible. And if, if you think of all the people that have been successful in some way, shape or form, whatever that looks like, it probably came from inspiration from somebody else. I mean, something as simple as, yes, you can do this, or, you know, you, you have more potential or you, that looks great or whatever it is. Something as simple as that, that encourages people to keep going, especially if you're in a state like frustrated or what do I do, you know, that one comment can keep people going and keep them motivated and inspired. And, you know, it's something I definitely need to be better at. I, I try to make it a point, but I'm like, why not? Why not just, you know, throw compliments around yeah, like confetti? Yeah, like just do it. Make people feel good. Yeah. And she, like, she probably didn't, like I said, she had no idea that I even took it that far. I mean, but when she said that, it was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, you're absolutely right. And like the next day I started writing this book. It was the craziest thing. It was so crazy. Like seriously, like the characters though, like they, wrote the story for me, like, because like, I, you know, like, like I said, I was writing it one way. And then when I introduced this one character, the whole story just went completely left. And I was like, oh my God, I've really got something here. Like, and and, and now I just love it. I love it. I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud that it's mine. I did it. Nobody can take it from me. <laughs> yeah. Super excited. Super, super. so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> how like you know the joy and excitement and you know just really quick going back to that phrase your friend said and then I'm gonna say something else but um I actually really really love that because I think it's something that a lot of us struggle with I mean a lot of us have things that we want to do we desire to do or we think about or we dream about mm-hmm. or whatever and we always make yeah. excuses you know like well it'll take this amount of time or it'll be hard or it'll do this but like when she said like I mean five years is gonna go by anyway, anyway. Yeah. And it was like yeah, a freaking like, light bulb. And I was like, oh, what? what? <laughs> you have a dream or desire to do something. And, you know, maybe it won't take five years, but maybe it's something that will take five years. Maybe it's something that'll take 10 years. But if it's something that is a really big desire of your heart, this is like a perfect message to do it because it's true. The freaking days go by 
anyhow. If you have something mm-hmm. you really want to do and it's yeah. a pull and a tug on your heart, you yeah. have to make the time to do it even if it takes a year, two years, five years, 10 years, because the days go by no matter what. Anyway, and that's what she said. And like when she, I mean, and I know that, like, of course I know that the days are going to go by anyway. Like I know this, but when she said it, it was like, oh man, you're right. And the next day, like it was the next day. Day, I started writing this book. I, like, and like, no, that it wasn't titled "The Throwaways," and I don't even remember what the title was. At, you know, at the time, and changed. Yeah, it, it, I think I changed like the title, like I don't know, like twelve, thirteen times. I can't even <laughs> tell you to be honest with you, but yeah, like, and it's out, it's here, and it's it's mine. And I'm like, go ahead, try to take it from me. You can't. You can't, because I'm an author. <laughs> <laughs> so like, this is mine. Yes. Yes, so exactly. Where do, you, where do you see it going after this? Do you see, like, book number two? Or are you just going to sit on this for a while and just ride it and excite it? Or nope. do you feel like that? Nope. Like, it's in your blood now, and you're like, look out. Number two is around the corner. Um, I'm halfway through number two. I've got 34,000 words for number two already. Um, I don't see the end and I don't have a, like, I don't see the end. So I don't know what's going to happen and I don't have a title, but I do love the characters and it takes place in the same, uh, in the same town at Morris Hills is, is where the, um, the throwaways takes place, which is like across between Marsville and Fairless Hills, Mars Hills, get it? <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> I know I'm a dork. I know, but um, so I am working on my second one. I have uh, a timeline for the third. I've got ideas for a fourth. All of these ideas just keep flooding to me. Like, no, this is this is my thing now. I'm, 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 I'm a writer. I'm a novelist. Like, that's what I do. You're like our first novelist that we've, we've had on our podcast. I'm so excited. Yay! (laughs) You know what? We, we should like take selfies and stuff and be like, author podcast. (laughs) We'll definitely take a selfie before we get off of here so we can blast it. Awesome. 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 (laughs) So, so I mean, girls, you guys have anything you want to, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, you said that you're halfway through the second one and you have a timeline and ideas for a third and fourth. So what is it that gets you like, gets your brain moving like that? I know for different people, it's different things. Is it just getting into the book? Is it talking to people? Like, how do you get your inspiration and that like motivation and you get your brain really moving like that? (laughs) That is probably one of the best questions ever. I have no answer for you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I have no answer. I am so serious. Like when I tell you that, like, Okay, like in the throwaways, I I started with like a prologue. I I started with just a or not no 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 no. I started with just um a few characters, and once I knew like what their attitudes were like, it just kind of went. Like I didn't even know it was gonna be about adoption. I didn't know what it was gonna be about. I was just writing. So in my mind, like I wanna you know how like race is a huge issue in the world right now, and every you know all that. So what I wanted to do was like, it was going to be like an interracial type of piece, you know, and what I wanted to do was just highlight that 
you can be any race and have like any of these situations happen to you, you know? So I was going to talk about a person, a character and talk about the things that were going on in their lives, but I wasn't going to tell you what their race was so that you know, I wanted the reader to kind of figure out what their race was just based on like what was going on in their lives. And then I was going to make it that you were wrong, you know? So, um, so that's basically how I wanted to start it. And that's how I did start it. But once I introduced this one little boy and he was a foster child, the whole entire story just completely went in a different direction. So, I mean, I removed the first like five pages and rewrote them just so that I could fit it with this little kid. <laughs> so, um, inspiration, I just, I just wanted to write and I just wanted it to be good. And I just want everyone, I want you to like it. <laughs> um, I guess really my inspiration though, like the original was just, I've, I've always loved reading and I've always wanted to be a writer. And when I had to retire, cause I can't be there anymore, I, I wasn't done and I didn't want life to be done. I had to keep going, you know, and I'm a mom and I have to show, and it's important as hell to me to show my kids, like, just because this happened doesn't mean that I can't keep going on. You know, and, and that's like, I have a little girl. She's going to be 18. I have a son, a man. He's 23. I need them to know if stuff is not going right now, doesn't mean that it won't ever. And like, this is like the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm 42 years old now, folks, like 42, 42, you know, like I was, a, you know, wanted to, I'm not an astronaut, not a ballerina, but, or anything like that, but I made my little dream come true. You know, this was my dream and I freaking did it. <laughs> I'm like, well, not I'm, only was it your dream, but I don't think you even really knew it was your dream until a little bit later. That's what I'm getting out of this. This is our first time meeting. Like obviously you loved, you loved books and you loved writing and things when you were mm-hmm. younger, but did you actually think you were going to grow up and be an author? Like, is that something no, you never No, Because that like me saying that I was going to be an author was like me saying that I was going to be an astronaut, you know, or, or like a ballerina or something like it was one of those things that were never, ever, ever going to happen. Like ever, you know, but the way um, things fell into place, it ended up. And I think that's probably the most important lesson that I want people to take out of this is just because something's not going your way right now doesn't mean that it's not molding into what is supposed to happen, right? Because we get so (laughs) caught up on what, and, and I used this analogy a little while ago, our pastor talked about it, like man, us humans put made time. God didn't make time. God doesn't know that it's 139 on Monday, the 21st. God doesn't know that. Us, the men, made time. So we get caught up in wanting these things and, oh, I'm too old or I'm 42 now. God doesn't know or care that you're 42 and that's when your dreams are coming Mm -hmm. true and that's when everything's coming full circle and that's when everything's are, you know, things are working out. God doesn't care that you're 42. It was just the time and you had to go through those other things to make sure that they fell into place for things to come together when you were 42 so you could be an author. You know, I think and so that's that I could like, really appreciate and be proud like that I'm an author. And yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I'm just, 
Yeah, I'm still learning. I'm still living life. You could, you know, like we're, we're, I'm 42 now and still learning new things, you know, and I, I talk to different people and learn another thing, you know, and it's, it's, you're always going to be learning. You're always, just always. That's the key to make yourself keep learning, you know, have that open mind and, you know, talk to people and communicate and learn something new and meet someone mm-hmm. new. I think, you know, everything I've learned is from stepping out of my comfort zone and being put into a new situation that I didn't really like, but I come out of it so much stronger or with a clearer image of what I needed and, and what I wanted because I went through something else. So like you said, it's appreciating the crap that you went through to get Mm -hmm. you to where you are today to have that success. I think that's hugely important. Yeah. And then you just, you just, you're just that much more proud of yourself for actually getting through it and, you know, continuing on. Yeah, no, that, that, that feels like a million bucks. That feels just, you, you, you get like a sense of strength. You know what I mean? Like I feel strong. I feel good. I feel smart. And you know, I just, I want this fan, this feeling that I want, everyone should feel this. <laughs> like I want everyone to be as proud of themselves as I feel of myself. I really do. I think that's the feeling you get when you're living in your purpose. You know what I mean? When you're living in yeah. your purpose and you're, and you're living your calling, I think yeah. that's when you get that feel. Oh yeah. And I wish this, like I really do for, and this is a magical, magical feeling. <laughs> like this is, this feels so big to me. Like it, it feels huge. And like, it may sound silly to some, like, you know, to many, you know, like the non-readers or whatever, but this is huge for me. Like I'm a movie star right now in my mind. Okay. <laughs> like, in my head, like you can't tell me a thing. I feel so good. I feel so good. I do. I love this. I, love I wish this. we could throw your feeling all over other people. So speaking of that, what have you always been so just like confident and loving and just bubbly or did you, obviously we know you had to go through things to get here, but what if, what if someone's struggling right now? How can someone in your mind get to where you are? Like what tips would you give a lady that's like, you know, I want to write a book too, but I'm just not there. Or I'm not as happy as her. Or I'm not as, you know what I mean? What tips could you give other ladies that are maybe, you know, a darker place, but they are looking for some types of success. What could you give them? Start. Just start, just start. Like you have to decide that that's what you want to do and just start, just begin. Like if you don't write anything at all, even like you, you can even write the wrong thing, but you have to get started. Like (laughs) just don't stop writing, you know, like that's what editing is for. So if you make a mistake, I hate editing, by the way, it's the worst thing ever, but (laughs) editing stinks. But like, if you don't start, you won't have anything down. Um, just start with what you see, what you hear, what you feel. Um, and, and that was like one of the lessons that like one of my teachers in high school told me, she's just like, you know, if you ever feel stuck, just start with like your, one of your five senses and like describe what you feel, what you see, what you smell, how this tastes, blah, 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 blah. And then kind of go from there. Um, I've kept that. So even when I was writing this one and I would go through writer's block, which happened a lot, I would start with my five senses and then it would kind of just go. But if you don't write, like if you don't sit down and either pick up a pen or turn on your computer, like ever, 
you're not going to get anywhere. So you just have to start. Even if you have absolutely no idea where you're going, even if you don't think that you're any good at all, because honestly, I didn't think it was any good at all. I was just like, this is probably just me just trying to fill my time or whatever. And then I didn't stop. And then it just kind of kept going. And now I have a book, you know, and I, I had a lot of people that like support is amazing. Um, like you have to have people like on your side and, and pushing you along and all of that. And I have that. I've got a ton of that. I have an amazing support system. Um, and you just have to find like, just find it in you to, to do it. But make time, make time. If it's important to you, then you'll make time for it because the things that are important to you, those are the things that get done every day, right? You, 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 you push through and you make it happen. This I had to push through and make it happen. And I'm so excited I didn't give up on it. Like I, I uh, was so frustrated with it though, especially like with my condition, I'm in the hospital. Sometimes I'm, you know, sometimes I can't move my fingers to type. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about MS, but it's, it, it sucks, you know, and you, your body does not do what you want it to do. And then you can't spell, you can't type, you can't walk, talk, whatever, you know, I deal with all of that. And I still wrote a damn book, you know? So it's like, just make no excuses. Um, don't sell yourself short, be your own freaking cheerleader. If you have to be, and just, just start and don't stop. I love your energy. Like, I wish we could like bottle it up. It's like, so. Contagious. Um, but my, so my mother-in-law actually had MS and she passed from that. And then my brother or my husband's sister has it as well. Um, yeah. yeah so I'm very familiar. And so, you know, when I say that, I, like, I wish I could bottle that up and like give that to people. I literally mean that, you know, cause uh, my sister-in-law is one of those people that when she got her diagnosis and after she saw uh, her mom deal with it and, and, and all, you know, through all those phases all the way up yeah. until, you know, her finally passing, uh, she was one of those that just decided to give up and she has completely given up on herself and she is just four years older than my husband and is at a point where she doesn't leave the house. She can barely walk. And so, you know, what you are doing is incredible, you know, because they also, it is, it is a genetic thing. Oh gosh, don't cry. <laughs> Um, it is a genetic thing in their side of the family and they have a, a cousin, a first cousin who also has it and mm -hmm. she runs marathons and she does, you know, she works at a federal penitentiary as a prison guard and like, yeah. like has this full life. And much like you, I think it is just a mixture of spirit and what you make of it and tenacity and grit and hard work. And I just think, I just had to tell you, like, I think it is so beautiful. And I wish that whatever it is that you have, um, we could share more of that with the world. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm not crying, like whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. Stop me too. <laughs> That's just, you know, I got allergies or whatever. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, um, it's not an easy thing. So, and I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry. Cause it's not, it's not an easy thing. And it is so like, I battle depression and anxiety and I have seizures and I stutter and I fall and all that stuff but I work out and I wrote a book and I clean my house and I run with my dogs and I cook really good food. Y'all should really taste my food. And 
for that. Yeah. <laughs> for some food. <laughs> um, but I just, I'm, I'm not ready for life to be done. I'm not. And I can still walk, y'all. I can still walk. And I can run as long as I'm on a treadmill. And I can lift weights as long as my body's not hurting, which happens a lot. Um, I, I still move. And I'm, I, I can't. It, it's not over. It's, it's not. It's not over. I mean, if I could be like an MS spokesperson, <laughs> like that would be amazing. Like, you know, let's go. <laughs> like, but you, know, um, really you are because even just getting up and, and writing this book and, and doing the thing, you know, doing the thing and not letting, you know, your illness consume you that you are a spokesperson for that. You are like, that's what this is. You're an overcomer. You know, you're, you're saying this is not going to hold me back and this is not going to stop me from doing what I want to do. Like I am not MS, you know what I mean? You may, yeah. have, but you're not it. Right. Like, right. You are a spokesperson for that. Because and it most definitely tries to take you down though. <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of days I don't win, <laughs> you know, but you do because you get back up because here you are. So I am. You, you may have hard days, but, but you're not folding. You're, you're here and, yeah. and you're showing up and you are going to be that voice for women. I mean, you know, this is your platform. This book is your platform, but it's, it's your voice. Will be okay. So if you were here right now, I would hug you so hard. <laughs> I would take it. Virtual hug. <laughs> you guys are so cute. Virtual hug. Virtual hug. Well, I love yeah, that. Good, and good, I. Good. I'm excited to read the book. Like I need this. I need this book. I'm su- I love a mystery. So I'm super excited. So speaking of that, Angel, where is the best way people connect, buy your book, follow you? Where can people learn more about you? Find out more about the book. Where can they buy it? Tell us all the things. Well, right now, like the, the best and fastest place, believe it or not, to, to purchase it is Amazon. Um, like, and if people have prime, it's coming to them super fast. That's actually one of the things I'm going, uh, dealing with right now is getting like, every time I order a book, it's taking like a month for me to get them. Like, so I'll place an order and it's take, you know, they, they come in pieces. Um, so it's not like I'm not getting all 50 books or whatever, you know, I'll get like 10 or five or whatever. So if you go to Amazon, like prime and use prime, it's free delivery. Um, and then you get it super fast. That's probably the best way to do it. Um, but like the iBooks or the uh, eBooks are available, the hardcover and soft. It's like $23.99, I believe, for the hardcover, $16.99 for the soft. Um, and But it's like $5.99 for the eBook, which is nice because you'll have it right there in the palm of your hand, you know. And a lot of people, like I personally need pages but when I do my reading, but a lot of people you know, prefer to look at the digital, whatever. But um, yeah, no, Amazon is probably the best. Um, on my on my Facebook page, I've it's Anita Robinson. I've put like the freeze and press link on there. Um, but like I said, when you go to the link that and you order through Friesen, that's what's actually taking a little while, like with COVID and mail delivery and all of that, that. It's just taken a while. So your best bet is to go to Amazon. Yeah, they're pretty fast. <laughs> I just added it to my Amazon cart. So I'm Yay! excited. Did you see the picture of it? Isn't that cool? I love I it. I love that picture. It, it was so you. cool because uh, 
like the um well this is kind of like you can probably see it here can you see it there like that's my book that's the cover of my book right there <laughs> I, uh, awesome. my family threw me a party to celebrate and then you know they they printed that out and then all signed it and all of that so it was pretty cool and I have it <laughs> gotta frame it and hang it up somewhere but <laughs> That's awesome. I'm excited. I, I actually got the ebook because we are all actually getting ready to travel to be together for a few days here because we nice. all live in different areas. Um, okay. And I need a book to read on the airplane. So, oh, so where, where are you all? I'm in Indiana. Oh, okay. Okay. We're both in Florida. Me and Elisa are both in Florida. A couple of Oh, years. very cool. And I'm all the way in Pennsylvania. I think you did great. Really? Yay! Yeah, <laughs> you passed. You passed. That was it. That was painless, huh? Can I get like a cookie or something? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a special one. This is one. This is special for sure. <laughs> this is special. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on A Three Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A the Number Three Life Inc. And check out our online shop at a the number three life dot biz.